I was also contemplating your nor- you're calling this a normal week. Well, I mean, it's There's a no it's a not it's not a comic book week. It's yeah. just a week that exists in our lives. Yeah, it does not. Um, but yeah, welcome back to Staple Together. Indeed. Um, we're gonna go into our news. Sudar. I mean. No, yeah, Sudan. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, Counterclockwise. No news like good news like bad news like news. Normal Still. weeks may be going away. Good. Uh, DC announced. Let me bring this up. Normal weeks. No, going back to normal weeks. Not just just because what I said. It's a normal week. Not a comic book week. DC are comic book distributors of the best comics on the market. Yeah. Uh, Hands down, aside from maybe Boom Comics and IDW. I like Image. Image is pretty good, too. Uh, That bookstores will start receiving new comics Tuesday, April 28th. What's next week? And continuously every two weeks. Or every week on Tuesday. So comic books or new days are like now Tuesday. Well, that's they're usually received on Monday. And then they have Tuesday to set them. And then Wednesday we get them. Well, it says here new comics coming out, which... They have, looks like, Nightwing and Batman Giants. Looks like four next week. And May 5th is when they have more books coming out than that. And then they're slowly trickling it out more and more books. It doesn't say, like, for sale on Wednesday. It just says released on. But some of them are second printings and third printings, so Uh, I'm not sure what they're doing. What's the number on the the Nightwing? Nightwing is 70. It's a second yeah, yeah, so. so it's like they're not really starting up anything big. I don't think they're really jumping into the stories until maybe next week or the fifth the week after. Yeah, when they get Flash 570 or 573. <laughs> 753, I mean. Um, and it looks like they start going into the more of that. I miss Flash. So, but it doesn't look like we, you know, they're really jumping full on. So it depends on what if they got a new distributor. It doesn't necessarily say exactly. It just that's their tentative schedule for printed comics to start coming out. So that's what I got. That's exciting, actually. It is. It is. Um, we know that our local shop is going to be opening back up. Um, 
distancing and yeah. not touching your face and wearing a mask, go ahead and visit your local comic book store if they're open. Yeah, right. uh, who goes next? Beachy. Uh, Beachy? Beachy. Oh, Sudan was just telling us that he picked up another streaming service. That's right along the lines of what I was going to talk about with uh, the HBO Max, ah. which is put out um, an ad advertising all sorts of things on our broadcast titles from like, yeah, Doctor Who, Friends, South Park, Big Bang Theory, um, what else, let's see, Wizard of Oz, Game of Thrones, Gone with the Wind, Sesame Street, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Batman Begins, Big Bang Theory, again. Oh, and, twice. Yeah. Um, it's going to be, the service is going to be $14.95 a month, unless you already have the HBO service, um, which I guess it comes to you free, uh, which was news to me, I didn't know that, but, um, yeah, I'll be launching with um, films like Joker, Justice League, uh, Crazy Rich Asians, The Lego Movie, When Harry Met Sally, The Matrix, Stars Born, and a bunch of others. Uh, service will be rolling out May 27th, I believe it was. Yeah. Does it yeah. include DC Universe? It does, you know, it does not read like that, but I mean, there are Batman titles in there, but it's just a couple. And it occurs to me that they may be ones that are currently featured on the DC Universe service I've gotten on there uh, a bit in the past couple of weeks, but... Now, now, now I'm going to say this... DC, Warner Brothers, whoever the hell you are, combine it all together so give us one price so yeah. I can go to one place and for God's sakes, put it on a PlayStation, put it on a TV, okay? Yeah. I, I mean, if, if you have to, uh, you know, to get that extra uh, whatever cash flow for it, give it a $7 price mark a month to add to the existing, to your existing HBO service, you know, which apparently gives you the streaming service for you again. Right. So, you know, give that a little bit of a, yeah, you know, just $7 a month, and there you have access to all their library, you know, comic book and non-comic book related. Right. <laughs> I just, I would have loved to have used the DC service a lot more, but yeah. it just was not, like, I don't like reading books on my phone. I'd rather be, um, you know. Or on your computer. Well, yeah. technically it could, but still it was kind of clunky there. And yeah. if they made it available on the PS4, we could have yeah. finished watching Titans and stuff because it was just like, oh, I'm going to broadcast it here, or I've got to connect it here through this, and it's like, come on. It's the craziest thing, too. I found several different ways to broadcast it, mirror view, smart view. You know, I've got a Samsung TV, Samsung phone, these things should 
communicate well with each other, but every time I figure out a way to do it, like the second or third time I try to do it, it just no longer works. I'm like, it's happened two or three times. You said you use their trial times. You can't either. No, <laughs> you have to I, pay for the service after that. <laughs> I pay for the service. Oh, no, I'm like, it's some imaginary training. service oh, yeah. that you don't know yeah, about. They're, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, they're throttling. They're throttling. Like Samsung throttling. <laughs> yeah. That's that's still pretty neat though. I'm I'm curious what they're gonna have in it. They're definitely definitely not excited for the double big bangs though. It's a, yeah. It's, a, yeah, it's a bigger library than Disney Plus has right now. And I mean granted the price tag's a little bit higher, but it's got a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff on there. Well and each has always been premium, so Yeah. Yeah, they yeah, they've been buying out different things and being able to accumulate from different Places while sure. Disney is Disney, well, that includes Star Wars and Marvel, right? And Nat Geo, I guess. Yeah. But that's they're still adding stuff. Yeah. But it's still a lot more like all ten seasons of Friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on HBO, that's A ten any seasons. HBO series ever. Yeah. Ever. They posted when they first started advertising. It. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. like The Sopranos. Yeah. I think so. I don't. I'm sorry, is John Oliver HBO? Yes. Well, then it's all AT&T. Yeah. Oh, the evil business daddy, as you call yeah. it. Yeah, business daddy. <laughs> um, <laughs> and what was the other one? Oh, Entourage. That one. Uh, yeah. That show yes. will be on there. Yes. Um, but cool. Yeah. 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 For sure. I'm Where not paying for it. Nope. My show news. <laughs> <laughs> My news came from Utaku or Utaku Magazine Delicious. USA. Otaku. Otaku Magazine USA. It just means fan. I know. It was That's just okay. <laughs> specifically a very anime fan thing. So therefore, um, speaking of streaming services, get talks about um, the Cowboy Bebop show um, that we still don't know when the first season's coming because not only did um, John, what is his name? John Cho? I'm so bad with names. John Cho injured himself while filming uh, with corona happening. Um, everything's been postponed right. indefinitely, but there has already been talks about the season two. Nothing confirmed by Netflix, but the script is in the works and they are um, working on it. In, nice. in production and stuff. Nice. So I'm like, excited about that. Yeah, for sure. If anything, this is kind of like, I've noticed it for a lot of things. Obi-Wan, Jurassic World, uh, Mandalorian Season 3, some a lot of these other shows we're seeing. This corona has caused, yeah, it's, it sucks a lot, but it's also caused it to halt a lot of productions and then to go, okay, take a little bit more time to refine the story and yeah. kind of get a little bit more of an idea of what we want to do. And I'm like, it's something that they should be doing on a lot of these instead yeah. of just pump, 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 slow down, give us a good movie, give us a good franchise, and that way everything works. Build the story, then the film. Yeah. Okay, like a lot of the films tend to build the film and the story kind of just trickles along with it. I've seen a lot of like documentary especially with Jurassic Parks you know we see it all the time yeah, with Star Wars sure. with, uh, the superhero films DC mostly it's just yeah. like it's like oh my god just build the damn story 
Yeah, so I mean, like, DC, like, the story is already built. Yeah, well, how are, yeah, come on. Like, just take what we know and adapt it to the screen. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, improve hard. upon like, it, but, yeah, of course, it's but... super fantastical to look at in, you know, motion. We, yeah. we don't need realistic. Yeah. <laughs> we don't yeah. necessarily... We, I don't necessarily mm. jump into these because... Spider-Man's realistic. I jump into it because it allows me to suspend the reality that yeah, I live yeah. in. Well, I'm, like visually, I want it to look like it's real. Yeah, well, yeah. like Guardians that's is always one of my yeah. that Guardians the effects in that the ships and stuff. And they did such a good job with that stuff. Well, no, everything needs to be like hastily created to look like OK Go or whatever that um, show is. Yeah, the, oh, new, the new Thundercats show. Yeah. That's yeah. t- t- terrible. That's got to look just like that, no, even in live action. Yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is a terrible thing. It's okay, <laughs> KO. Yeah, okay, it's okay, KO. Yeah. But I think this extra time is just going to let them kind of refine some of the stuff, get ideas. Um, yeah, it's going to suck for like timing on stuff. Yeah. Some shows you need to film in the winter. Yeah. No. Like, like no. Jurassic World's giving us dinosaur scenes in the cold, icy snow. I saw that uh, Westworld got a uh, fourth season. Already. I didn't even watch the first one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, apparently, apparently I never finished the second one, so Luke and I are going to, Andy and I are going to go back and rewatch season two from halfway or something like that. He's got naked robots. It's, uh, it's in the West. It's in the West. It's yeah, it's, it's the wild, wild west in the world. But with robots. It's just it's another one of those things like Game of Thrones where they took forever to bring out another season, and so you kind of you know lose interest mm-hmm. over time, a year and a half, two years. Yeah. You know that you haven't gotten a season, so it's it's hard to keep track. I mean, Sherlock took like three years to come out with the second season, and everyone was obsessed with it, so. Sure, the, yeah. the last season, really, I have to finish it. I could not. I haven't watched it either. Season two of Firefly, man. Yeah, you're taking a real long... <laughs> you know what? Spaceballs 2? <laughs> the search for <laughs> the more money? money? I'm yeah. still waiting. Yeah. Well, I've got high hopes for that. <laughs> yeah. Casablanca 2? I mean... Roman Holiday. Gone with the Wind 2. <laughs> yeah, probably not going to happen. <laughs> the sequel to Kill a Mockingbird. <laughs> Again? Again. Smith goes to Washington. There's actually a sequel to Kill a Mockingbird um, in novel form. It's called Ghost at a Watchmen. But they wouldn't be able to do it with all the same people because yeah. everyone's dead. <laughs> Are you trying to compare Mel Gibson to Gregory Peck? <laughs> because if you are, I'm very upset. Or some kind of court cable. I'm just saying they can just get Mel Gibson. It doesn't say who he has to be. Mm. He's just going to be in it. Oh. <laughs> a <laughs> little girl. A little girl. Anyways. Um. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's the news. Yeah, that is the news. Yeah, news. Are you going to get into... Comic book reviews In now. Other news, I got new shoes. Congrats. I like my shoes. 
I didn't. I spent over a hundred dollars on pop figures. Um, Thanks, mm. stimulus. <laughs> I have no comment. <laughs> Comics. Yeah. Figures, um, Pokemon cards. Things I probably shouldn't have needed. But foot and a half tall, Raphael. I just want to make sure that's to somebody. Comic book! Comic book! Review! Comic book! It's a comic book review. That's what it is. Sudan, what did you read this week? This, this week I read books. Books Why would you do of that? a digital nature. Why? Because I don't want to touch them. Why? Because I digitalize them. Why? Because DC's behind the board. Why? Okay. True that. You don't know the follow-up to that? Okay, love you, bye-bye. Okay, lady, I love you, bye-bye. Why? Wow. I read Star Wars <laughs> The Rise of Kylo Ren. Nice. Okay. Um, something. Is that full series? Sorry. Yes, I finished all four issues of the series. That was a four issue run. Um, luckily, it ended in the last weeks of the before closed down. Nice. Um, written by Charles Soule, nice. who you know so well, working on The High Republic. Which yes. I will do too. Um, will Sliney is the artist, which left something to desire, but you can't really make Kylo Ren look cool. Mm. <laughs> it's just a no, man, big nose, big chin. And we watched that uh, uh, Galaxy of Adventures video. He usually has his helmet on, though. Yes. That's how he looks he, cool. He is intimidating and BA. Mm. Um, coloring by a fake name guru dash efx. Yeah. And the cover I got for all of them were done by em e dot m dot gist. Huh. I don't know what That's science like he's studying. That's like a third, <laughs> third cousin to the Josts. <laughs> gist. Do you get the Jost of it? I get the Jost. Toast. Ghost. Ghost. Don't know. I don't Ghost. So as it sounds, it kind of documents the the journey of Kylo from Ben to became basically the head of the Knights of the Red. Right. Um, the thing I, I, I number one was kind of cool. We kind of see the background of what happened at the temple that after Luke tried to and then made the mistake of you know. Watch episode eight. Yeah, yeah, watch episode eight. Episode seven, the others, and then um, we see that three of the students had survived mm -hmm. besides Kylo. Um, not sure how many other students were there. They didn't really kind of give us an idea, but there were certain flashbacks you saw. There was a good number of students that were there at some time. Um, it's cool as they kind of show us the history of like the Ren, uh, Ren who is currently the leader of the Knights of the Ren at the time, and he uh, basically is looking for Force-sensitive people, but only that Force-sensitives that connect with the Shadow, the dark side right. of the Force. Um, we also see Ben after he escapes his fellow students, um, he leaves and he connects with Snoke, mm -hmm. which is 
cool because we see Snow kind of still kind of hasn't revealed that he's the supreme leader of and all this. The first but, order. The first order. And they also, then they go into the second book. So the first book was kind of eh. It's kind of mm-hmm. a nice little starter. It gave us kind of like the update on what was happening. We get to the second book. You know, Kylo's kind of teaching him. Or not Kylo, but Snoke is teaching Kylo like, well, you you know where to find the Knights of Ren. You need to go find the Knights of Ren and join them. And we remember how they do a flashback to a mission where Ben was younger with Luke and um, Sassafras Green being whatever the old guy he killed in First Awakens. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I knew <laughs> Um, Sinjur Durso or something. I, um, Cali Wally Bagwag. Something I don't know, isn't it? Well, it does sound very Star Wars y. <laughs> yeah, they, they do. I knew it at some point. I can't remember. Um, it sounds more Star Wars y <laughs> than whatever Dark Lighter. Big Dark Lighter. <laughs> that um, doesn't sound Star Wars y at all. Dark Lighter. They're Luke, this guy, and Ben at the timer. It was Ben at the time. Um. They are traveling to some outpost that, um, this, I, God, his name keeps, like, slightly coming to my name, and, like, he found it, he directed Luke to go and, you know, investigate, and it's a Jedi Temple outpost on the vert, on the rim of the unknown regions in known space from the High Republic era. Mm. High Republic happening to be what we announced a few weeks ago, a few months ago, about Charles Soule, Mr. Writer here, who's mm-hmm. working on the High Republic. He was like, hey, uh, hey guys, I'm going to be working on this. this. Just yeah. sprinkle this in. Yeah. <laughs> now, during this, he's uh, on the way trip there, you can see Kylo is already speaking with Snoke through the Force. Oh. He's hearing the voice of Snoke. And they do it very nice. They do it very cool because... I don't care about this one. He is the voice that he, he is has every, ever heard. No, he is every he is, voice you have ever heard inside your head. head. And there are scenes where you see, like, Sidious all hanging from the the cloning vats or whatever, like you see him in episode yeah. 9, like, saying quotes, like, certain things, like, mm-hmm. Snoke, and then Snoke in certain scenes, and then Vader kind of mm-hmm. in, like, certain scenes. They, they way they kind of position stuff, kind of seeing his gradual, like, dr- drive to the dark side, but still that conflict. There's even one scene, I think, in the third book where they show, um, he just goes nuts, and, like, you see... It affects everybody that's force sensitive across this, the world, including oh. Ray, young yeah. Ray, and Uncar Plod, who's like, "Oh, did you feel that?" Like, oh. so it was cold on a desert planet. So I thought that was cool. There's a lot of little levels on this. Um, he meets up with the Knights of Ren, who happen to be in that temple, and Luke, of course, owns them nice. single-handedly. Like, just tears them, but just like, and they go, "Okay." But lets them go for real you know, with their lives. But Luke's like, I can handle this. This is nothing to me. And uses like cuts them. Doesn't kill anybody. Cuts all their weapons up and uses the force to just fuck them up. And I'm like, that's Luke. Yeah. <laughs> that's Luke. That's awesome. Um, 
then, uh, so, like, they go back to the future where they kind of flash forward to where, you know, Kylo finds this place, because he's like, I know where to find the Ren, and that's, the only clue is, is a mask that the leader of Ren, the leader of the Knights had left there, his name is Ren. <laughs> so that's why I keep going, Knight of Kylo Ren, Knight of Ren, Litter, Ren, Ren, Ren. Not stupid. Instantly, yeah. Um... He left the mask there, so Kylo comes and puts on the mask, and the guy's like, "Oh, it took you time. It took you long enough. You know, we'll be at this location. Find us here." Mm-hmm. Um, and then he shows up to the place in the third book, and he goes, "Okay, well, if you want to join us, you have to tell us uh, uh, about a good death. That you, 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 you claimed your good death. You have to kill somebody. You know." Yeah. It has to be good. He's like, "Well, I killed a Jedi." And he's like, "You didn't kill. You didn't kill Luke." You know? We, there's no way we did that. He's way powerful. He's like, you don't believe me? I destroyed the entire temple. And there is a scene where they show, doesn't necessarily point that Kylo did it, or if it was just the Emperor going like, yeah, I'm, right. I'm here, and just just one lightning bolt comes and obliterates the temple during uh-huh. that scene. That's why it was on fires because lightning bolt came out. Um, but the three Jedi that had survived actually like tracked him down. And, well, he fights them, and he, well, at the temple he fights them, and he's telling Ren about this. He's like, yeah, I did this, I did this. Ren's like, yeah, that's not right. The one Jedi died by accident, because he, like, (laughs) was trying to catch his lightsaber and couldn't stop it and killed himself. Um, The other ones, he had just dropped the temple on and crushed the entire temple on top of the other Jedi, which, of course, they, you know, escaped and then on the last issue um he's like well there's a fight between ren or kylo not kylo yet ben the knights of ren and these new jedi and they're also going after these people so uh, i'm kind of like jumping over the place i'm trying to remember it the reds go the knights of ren go okay you have to we have you have to prove yourself. We're going to go on right. this mission. You come with us. Right. That's where the two Jedi come to a, a confront them. During the mission, Kylo's still like, I don't think we should have killed this. He does that whole mind-reading trick for the first time. Mm-hmm. He yeah. says, it's a variant on the Jedi mind trick. I tried it for the first time here. And I'm all like, oh, that's cool how they kind of explain that there. Oh. And I'm like, oh, cool. And, um, this whole time, Snoke's talking in his head, yeah. Emperor or whatever, and then you see him just cut, finally has it, and just he kills Ren, um, which then the Knights of Ren bow to him, right. um, and then he kills the other two Jedi, just like straight up, just, yeah. just stabs them, and then at the end though, they kind of like they, he's got the Knights of Ren, Snoke's like, "Well, claim your name." He's like, "The name that I had chosen as a child, Kylo." Now I'm Kylo Ren of Kylo the Knights of Ren, you know, because what? Sorry. Yeah, does it explain why you chose him as a child? Well, Snoke said like you, you the innocence of a child. You choose who you choose to be. There's nothing holding you. You don't have this, the the hindrance of society telling you what you should be from you know, conditioning right. as a child. You come up with your own thing. That is you, and so that's how he kind of like said like no, that is you. That is who you are. That is your name. Kylo is your name. Not Ben Solo, Ben, because he talks about how I never met Ben Kenobi. My father's Solo, that's not even his real name. You know, that kind of of mentions both of those at one point. But um, the coolest part of the whole book, honestly, the coolest part of the whole series, 
was at the end, he's got these all these lightsabers, and he's got his like crystal, and he goes, looks at it, and he has it in his hand, and he crushes it in his hand, and he just, just like, puts all this like energy and anger into right. it, and suddenly like blood starts dripping out, and nice. his eyes change color, and he opens it up, and it's went from blue blood to red. blood red, broken in half. Um, so he corrupted his his own light crystal and then I like what he did after that is he put it in the first lightsaber he's all like oh this this will be fine and then it f phases out it's too much and then that's when he creates the exhaust ports for the cross hills mm. because hmm and then it worked and that's the last scene was him with the cross hill no mask yet, but yeah. like that's awesome. And he's like, the mask is. I know it's intimidating. At one point, Brent said that to Kylo. He's like, no, the mask is intimidating, but that's the point. Right. And that's where Kylo's like, ah, wear the mask. That's but cool. um, yeah, this uh, basically a nine out of ten for majority of this series because it was yeah. good storytelling. Art was kind of like okay, but right. I've seen better. Yeah. But it was fun. It was a good story. I'm glad I read it. That's awesome. It sounds great. I'm almost disappointed I didn't pick it up. Well, it's like, I, this is stuff we could have seen in the story, in the movies, and that would have, like, True. justified a lot of Kylo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it also would have made a lot of, like, what happened and stuff. Would have People would have been happy to see what, what Luke does. To right, make, yeah. see I would like to see Luke actually, like, have a lightsaber battle with not his father. Yeah. Personally, well, Luke would like to, or Mark Hamill would like to see Luke be a badass, yeah. or would have liked to see Luke be a badass, or play him as the all-powerful Jedi Master. I mean, there's scenes like where he does the whole like bend backward thing. Yeah. Kylo does the swing back. He does that at one point where Red swings his red lightsaber because. Red has a lightsaber, and he's like, this is mine, and he says it, like, if you kill me, it'll explode and kill everyone. Huh. So, <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, but it was cool, I, like, I would have liked to have seen more of this action, it was cool to see him do stuff like his father would do to him, yeah. and like, um, I got, um, Empire vibes back when Luke nice. was throwing things at Ren and other things, and I'm all like, just, and talking shit to them the whole time, huh. but... Being a good, like, you know, like, this is beneath me. Come on, guys. Yeah. You guys can leave with your lives, but nothing in here. <laughs> this is, this is Jedi property. <laughs> I mean, as, as cool as all that uh, action would have been to have seen on screen or whatever, um, I, I can't help but feel redeemed by the whole force uh, projection. Yeah. And whatever thing, I'm like, that's all awesome. that just blew me away. And still to this day, I'm like, oh my god, that's so cool. Yeah. I'm like, that is the way. If you were going to get rid of them, you got that's my vote. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was pretty cool. But yeah, I like this. It was one that I was hoping would deliver some interesting story bits, and it did. Nice. That's awesome. Who's the next? Peachy. Peachy. Uh, my book, I read, actually, I read Punisher the Platoon. I didn't catch what year it came out, but it was quite a while back because there were old ads. Mm -hmm. um, it was a, uh, a Max series written by Garth Ennis and artist was Goran Parlov. Colorist was Jordi Belair and letterist was...
<laughs> Rob Steen. Um, Jordy Belair and Goran Parlov did all the covers as well. Oh, that's a um, must have been like baby Jordy. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, um, it wasn't that, that old. Well, still. Yeah. Um, Chip Rydorski did a very good cover. Oh, oh. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, but, uh, it was good. It was good. Um, it was a stark difference from, uh, from, uh, with the uh, Punisher Soviet. Soviet. Same writer. Right. the Punisher was great. Hardly any in, you know, I just go to this because it was heavy in the last book. Uh, hardly any curse words. Mm. Barely any, uh, you know, blood, you know, um, violence kind of stuff. Core. Yeah, gore kind of in whatever, but it was still a really good story. It was um, a development story about uh, Frank Castle's first actual mission, um, and when he was, you know, deplo actually deployed, and he was a double lieutenant or something like that, and Marine Corps, and he, you know, when he first showed up, he started asking questions of his underlings and saying, you know, I've never, zero hours in, in combat, so, you know, teach me, I'll learn by watching you guys kind of thing, right. but still very stern and letting people know what's what and whatever, and he just adapted really well to, to combat and mm -hmm. um, real life situations just naturally without any, um, you know, real, real training for that sort of thing, because, you know, there's just not... There's just not. He, yeah. just, he just kind of lived in the combat kind of thing. Um, the great part about it was uh, you, you didn't see him except for in reference to um, back in Vietnam. Uh, and this, this story takes place as an interview of four of his uh, former platoon members. Um, and the, the first four that were, you know, that he started with. Right. So they gave their side of the story. The interviewer um, talked to the uh, the guy in, in Nam that was on the other side of the war, and whatever. So got in both sides of this. But you never saw Punisher in the story. You never saw the interviewer. It kind of kept things kind of mysterious. I was kind of hoping at the end, oh, they'll show us that it's this person. But it didn't right. really matter. Right. You know, mm. um, it was all really about him protecting his platoon and protecting his people and doing what's best for them, and it's not just looking out for one another, you know, it's looking out for everybody and whatever kind of thing, so it's, it was a really great display of how the Punisher is, is a hero, or a good guy, right. rather than the anti-hero original anti, um, whatever, and how it started off, and now that it's something he's always carried with him. You know, and it's that he's always just kind of naturally had this was before. He's got a sense of honor. Yeah. He's not yeah. just out there to honor kill because he wants to do yeah. stuff. Yeah, but he's he's good at it. You know, he's, he's smart. He knows what to do, whatever. And so he can, makes a name for himself with that. And and there's nothing wrong with that. And that sense of honor and duty um, radiates to everyone around him. So everybody wants to be, you know, it's like, a person trying to be a better person, everybody around that person trying to make themselves better. Because yeah. they that person makes them want to make themselves better, you know, okay? And you know, just self improvement and yeah. stuff. Um, a lot of stuff with them being in the shit in the middle of a war and stuff and whatever. 
stuff. Um, really great story. I don't know why I waited so long to read, other than the fact that it's on train and not digital. Right. But it was. Uh, I was pretty satisfied with it, and it was like, yeah, a complete 180 yeah. from uh, Punisher Soviet. Oops. Cool. Yeah. Seeing all the sides of the Punisher. Laura Santeca. Laura Santeca. <laughs> That's it. That's his name. Yeah. Laura Santeca. Laura Santeca. Ain't gonna be a ball. Yeah. Laura Santeca. It's. it's it's still a Star Warsy name. It's yeah. still it's it's cool to see that they can do so many different sides of the spectrum for such a character who is supposedly one side of the spectrum. Right. right. So Right, yeah, it's um there's always been with me at least a lot of speculation about that, you know, this tragedy that befell this hero is what made him the man that he is today, but you know, you know, um and that maybe there's a little bit of crazy because he's just going after baggage. But no, this gives me more sense than him. He's he's organized. He's calculated. He's always been good in this type of situation. He's doing what he's good at, and I mean, because it's all he can do. Yeah. It's all he has anymore. Yeah. You know, he's almost like Wolverine. I'm the best I am at what I do, and what I do ain't pretty. His fault. Yeah. <laughs> For sure, but no, I, I dug the hell out of him. Cool. Yeah. Well, seriously, it's his fault. If he hadn't been born a beauty, he wouldn't wouldn't have done the things he does. Wolverine could change. Punisher Born was another one, another Max series that was, I think, written by Garth Ennis. Um, but it was another Punisher. That one was really good too. Another heavy and cursing and gore uh, and whatnot and violence and whatever. But. Uh, it, kind of the other side of the coin to this story, which is pretty cool. Right. Is Jordy Belair in it? No, he, but he did do some coloring. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's all I had. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Like, what, what did you have this week? Oh, I, um... I lose. <laughs> <laughs> so, he's a guy named Jordy Belair. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was gonna try. I, yeah. I couldn't think of anything. It was pretty terrible. Yeah, it was. I should not have tried. <laughs> um, I decided this week that I wasn't gonna do what I said that I was gonna do last yeah. episode, um, and instead, what? And that's just flip out. I do what I think of it. Uh, it's it's from a it's, it's sorry it's from a that Tom Cruise movie where he's the sports uh, director guy. Jerry McGuire. Jerry McGuire. I've never they, seen that movie. Then they emulate it in the Stoner movie with uh, Dave Chappelle. Um, How high? Yeah, that one. That's that is the one. Yeah. Sorry. What did you have this week? You didn't say you 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 said you weren't gonna do what what you said. I know. I know what I said. So this week, I 
This week I decided I wasn't going to do what I said I was going to do in the last episode, which was read um, Umbrella Academy. Instead, I got a completely new trade book because I was like, I don't know, read something different. And um, it was between Space Bandits, Volume 1, and Die, or Volume 1, and All Seas didn't have Space Bandits, so here we are. (laughs) Now, now, to clarify, trades are trade paperback books that yes. are usually a conglomeration or collection. That's the word. Collection, collection is the word. Of uh, several books in the series. Usually yes. a story run. Yes. For those who don't know. Right. We talk about it a lot, so I'm sorry if you don't know. <laughs> I don't think we really talk about trades, though. Yeah. Every show. Yeah. Mm. Enough. Um, so this... I honestly didn't know what it was about. I knew that it was something RPG, fantasy-based, um, and, you know, I like fantasy and RPGs, Dungeons and Dragons. As a review from uh, Critical Role's Matthew Mercer on the back, so that... (laughs) Her master. (laughs) Um, (laughs) He's like a vampire. He commands his thralls of D&D fans to go out and watch our Attack of the Titan and read his books. <laughs> Matthew Mercer. Matthew Mercer. Cool. So that's good. Um, it was written by Karen Gillan. Art was done by Stephanie Hands. And uh, the lettering was Clayton Cowles. Probably also met. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. I think you. I think I had asked you to stand in line with some uh, of my books, and I think you were working. I was working. And, 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 and was it actually, Star yeah, Wars? It, it was Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> and and you, you carried his books oh. because he needed them. And signed. you signed them for him. Yeah, I signed them for him. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm Karen Gillan. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that was me throwing them at suit on, by the way. That Karen Gillian was there, too. Karen and Gillian was there? Yeah, and I kept trying to find out where he was. He, she, people she, were like, they're, oh, she canceled. That, and I'm like, no. No, not her. <laughs> God. So, today is tangent day. Apparently. Yeah. It's Wednesday. Yeah. It's late on a Wednesday, Stream too. The tangent. I mean, this is like early for me technically but right right now um but yeah so awesome writing uh the art was really it's very fantasy art um it has all the covers in there too there's some points that it's it's much more focused on the background and not on the people which is cool because backgrounds tell a story too there's also so many references to the hobbit (laughs) Nice. I love the Hobbit <laughs> so much. I may or may not own seventeen different copies of it. Did you win that one? Sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's still not time yet. Right? No, it was. It went up to like twenty five dollars. Yeah. And that was like seven hours left in the. Yeah, I'm like I'm not I'm not doing this. Yeah. Wow. Bidding oh, wars. Man. It was a cool cover. It was a really cool cover. Did. Yeah, I'll show you after we're done. Um, <laughs> But 
There's quotes at the beginning of every book, because there's five books in this one specifically. The first one is by J.R.R. Tolkien. Um, <laughs> and, okay, so the base. J.R.R. Tolkien! Um, so the... The basis of the story is that a bunch of kids uh, are celebrating one of their friend's birthdays, and they're all a bunch of nerds and stuff, so the, uh, they go to, over to one of their friend's house and they've made like a completely new RPG game just for the person's birthday, and everyone has like the ability to make their own characters so they can be whatever they want basically, and it's in the 90s, so it's not, like, current, but, um, everyone chooses something, like, completely weird and different. Um, I want to find the page where it shows all of the, um, names. So there's the Dictator, the Grief Knight, a Neo, which is a cyberpunk, a Godbinder, and a Fool, and, of course, the, um, the master, because, you know, there's always the master, but each of them only have one die to roll their, like, um, abilities with, and they're, like, these super fancy dice, but then they get, once they roll the dice, they get transported into this different realm, and they go missing for two years in real life, and they come back, and, like, one girl's missing her arm, they're like, we can't talk about what happened, one of the kids is still missing, like... No gashes. No No, that's crazy, though, I like that type of story, where I'm so mad, but... Yeah, they're not, they physically cannot talk about it, because it turns out that, um, the dictator... Is they say words and they make people do whatever they want, basically. So they made a pact that um, they can't talk about the world that they were in or anything that happened because the game master, the di- a different game master that was the bad guy that they had to fight to get home in the first place. That's a whole different... There's, there's so much that happened. <laughs> um, they wanted the kids to bring back more people to make the their world more powerful and also combine the two wor- worlds together. So they had to make a pact to not talk about it because the more people that knew, the more power the other world would get. Right. And whatever. Um, so they go back to... Or, no. So 20 years... 20-something years pass, and the one kid's still missing, which was the game master, um, the, oh. the master... Um, and the it's the kid's birthday or the main character's birthday again and they're like we don't celebrate birthdays anymore because last time we celebrated the birthday one of my friends went missing and we went into this alternate world and blah 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 so we don't celebrate birthdays (laughs) um but he gets a package um and it has the game master's d20 in it and has blood on it and he's like, I have to tell everyone, and they all get back together in the party, and they're like, okay, what do we do? We should destroy it, because we don't know what's going to happen, and then it's it just, like, starts floating, and then they get transported back into the other world, and the craziness and fantasy ensues, and it's a 
fun time. There's gore and, and more fantasy, and it's it was a really enjoyable read. And I don't want to like spoil all of the everything that happens, but spoil yeah. it. I was hoping you'd say that, that the package contained the other half of that girl's arm. No, but she gets <laughs> like oh so okay so what <laughs> what I wanted to wanted to say though so the girl that's missing the arm is the main character's sister, oh. and right before. Um, the birthday uh, her dog had died so that's the only reason that she was invited to go play with the rest of the friends so he, the main character feels really bad that he brought her in on it and whatever and then she lost her arm and everything but in um, the other world because she's the, the cyberpunk, the Neo so oh. she can like hack things and but she has to use uh Fair gold, which is like uh, elf gold, That's cool. um, to use any of her abilities, um, and it costs a certain amount to be able to hack into things or do something um, oh. to uh, get stuff. And she, at one point, they're like in a tavern because there's always a tavern. Right. Um, they're one point they're in a tavern, um, and she's like. I don't know if you guys have noticed, I've used every power except for one because if I don't have enough fair gold tomorrow, then I, I don't want to see him die again. Blah, blah, blah. So I don't want to do this. And then a dwarf like is like, is like here, take my gold. Oh. You, you've impressed us all with your heroics. Blah, blah, blah. And she, um, she uses the gold and it like... Um, J.J. Abrams, bright lights everywhere, stuff, <laughs> and, and then, um, oh, let me find it really quick, uh, and then out runs a dog, and his name is Case, and I'm like, first of all, it's, it's great because she had just lost her dog before yeah. she started playing the game so that she made it a power that she could have to summon a dog. But also, it really sucks that she's like, I don't want to see him die again because she obviously ran out of gold at some point while they were trapped there before and had to see her dog die. But it was, it was very nice. It's a good dog. Oh, And, um, yeah, that was, that was like my favorite part. It was a good dog. And um, there's so much stuff. So much stuff happens. Does he die? No, but there's a second volume. So I don't know. Probably. When did that start? That series. Twenty eighteen. Okay. Sounds awesome, yeah. Yeah. Dylan is an awesome writer. Yeah. The exactly. See that the previews. Yeah, and I mean, I I told both of you this, but uh, back when it first started, one of the guys at the comic book store put the first issue in my hold slot, and I was like, man, I'm not getting this, and I put it back, and here I am reading it two years later, right. um, and I'm really enjoying it. And there's dragons and bad guys. It turns out that the kid that got left behind is now the bad guy. Ah, uh, of course he yeah. is. And he tricked them into coming back. And everyone, because, like, the main character is a guy. Right. But his character in Die, which is the world... Uh, is called die and it's so shaped like, like a d20. So yeah, it's like not a, die, but it. I mean, it's got a, it's a double entendre. Of course, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the 
the last words. Okay, well, I it was a, 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 a the last words were huh, die, still lying, not the word, never was. The word is murder. Because <laughs> die and murder. And, um, I forgot what I was saying before that the, sh the world is shaped like a die. Um, but the main character's character in Die is a female. And everyone's like, hey, we should probably talk about that. Because you like guys in this world, but you like girls in the real world. So, like, we should talk about that. And he's like, nah. Yeah. She's like, nah. Um, but, like, everyone's character, like, still looks like them, but it's, like, a better, improved version of them. Like, how most fantasy role-playing games go. It's, Maybe. like, that. Did you see that Black Mirror episode with Falcon? No. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought you might have seen it. There's, there's something similar that happens in the, the episode that has, what's his voice? Anthony Mackie? Anthony Mackie. I think I actually did... No. I don't remember. No, I didn't. It was a different one that I saw. It's got a similar situation mm -hmm. as far as the... We should talk about you being a girl in the game and stuff. And <laughs> he's like, nah. <laughs> I'm good. But yeah, I very much enjoyed this. I will be getting volume two when it is available for me to get. And yeah. then I will probably put it on the hold slot because it's an ongoing series. For sure. No, that's how it's going to get cancelled. According to you. That's fine. No, because that's only for Marvel books, and this is an image book. Yeah, for sure. I have several series I need you to start picking up so I can save some money later on. I'm good. <laughs> because that's me not saving money. One of them is Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, <laughs> she's got the power to cancel. I don't want that canceled. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a pretty cool book. Yeah. yeah, it sounds freaking awesome. It was fun. I was very upset because stuff happened at the end, and I'm like, uh, now I have to get the rest of them. We need to go out sometime and hunt for trades, mm -hmm. you know, whatever, see what we can dig up, because the, the ones I'm looking for are near, damn near impossible to find, so hopefully somewhere where like things still... Yeah. yeah. They don't have a large variety of traits, actually. I mean, I actually haven't looked all that much over there, but I, I have nothing against them. I just can't find them. I have everything against them. They're all the way over there, and I don't like going over there. <laughs> shout. They're on the, from the wrong side of Peter Parker. Guys, so uh, comic books are from what soon on set over there going to be shelves again soon, slowly but surely trickling back, um, and the stores are going to be opening back up. That's your chance to go out and support local businesses and get your hands on some of these comics and, you know, add them to your collection. And if you don't know where your local comic book store is, check comicbookstorelocator.com. Give them a call, see if they're open, uh, see if they have uh, curbside pickup stuff, if they do delivery. Um, and once they're open again, go check them out. Yeah, I mean, this is by no means any, uh, we don't condone being out in the world no. still while, while there's still an epidemic going on, so, you know, 
make your trips sparse, maybe once a week, maybe not every Wednesday. <laughs> you know, go on Thursday or Tuesday. Get a hold slot. Get, yeah, get a hold slot. If you have to pick it up every couple weeks, every month. Please still be cautious. Yeah, it's funny, is that same article says has a comic book store tracker. Nice. <laughs> it shows the entire world. Wow. <laughs> be cautious and be wary and take care of yourselves. So I was reading Umbrella Academy last week, sorry, and um, there's like the blurbs at the very beginning that have like the editor's information and stuff, and it's like, visit comicbookstorelocator.com. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Did I write this? Oh. Uh, oh. Also, yeah. check us out on all our social medias except for the Facebook. Um. <laughs> Why do you hate on the Facebook? I, hate Facebook. I mean, I'm not on None of us are really on Facebook. No. We do have That's kind of the thing. Stable Together Universe page, which. It doesn't get used. It doesn't. Uh, it's, that's why I'm like, ah, Facebook sucks. But find us on Twitter, find us on Instagram. Yeah. Most of our stuff is Instagram, Peachy King 66. 76. 76. I don't know why. Peachy King 69. 67. 32. 76, y'all. Uh, come to bargain. Um, uh, Staple Together Pod. That's, that's what we got there. And, uh, it's too long segment on YouTube. Yeah, there's that too. Yep. <laughs> Pokemons. Alright, but yeah. Yeah, so, um, Peachy, got a quote for us there? I sure do. It is um, from The Alchemist by Paolo Coelho. I believe that's right. But when we love, we always strive to become better than we are. When we strive to become better than we are, everything around us becomes better, too. Nice. That's like the opposite of the dark side. Right. <laughs> and no, but it does pertain to that, yeah. to the platoon thing. Yes, and, and, as well. And I didn't think about that, and I'm like, oh, I'm glad I brought that up before. I <laughs> Good job. We're very Thanks. proud. We'll have you guys listen next time. Yeah, see you easy. Yeah. Bye. Bye. I've come to bar. Um, hey Peachy, you got a quote from us? More Santeca. <laughs> I've come to bar. Wait. I don't think that's right. Okay, bye. Lars Manteca. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed this, connect with us on social media, and of course like and subscribe so you don't miss out. Music is brought to you by Kevin Cloud. Find more of his music by visiting thinkandpetch.com or clicking on the link in the description. If you want to listen to more, find us on anchor.fm, our website on stapletogetherpod.wixsite.com, and pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts.